Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Thank you for listening to the Digital PR Podcast. My name is Mateo Martin. My name is Jordan. And this is the movie marketing power-up. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what makes good big-budget viral movie campaigns in, in terms of digital campaigns. We're also going to talk about how the Super Mario movie that released uh, last month capitalized on a good digital campaign. It broke the record for the most sales in the first week, beat Frozen completely out of the water, it's made $200 million in the first five day, days of release, and it's also in total made a billion dollars. So we wanna talk about what made that successful, and we also wanna talk about why the movie that came out in the 90s didn't do as successful, and then we'll wrap it up talking about just some good practices that relates to the digital PR class. Jordan, I didn't get a chance to see the 2023 Mario movie, did you? I did, I went and saw it a couple of days after it came out. What did you think? Um, I really liked it. Um, I do think the movie was a little silly, but I also think that that's also the purpose of the movie. It's not necessarily supposed to be 100% serious. Um, it really drew on nostalgic memories uh, from people who grew up playing that game. Um, sitting in a movie theater, watching a Mario movie, and everybody in there is basically an adult and there's no kids. It's that's quite a feeling. It really means that, that that movie, that advertisement, the marketing strategy, it connected with people and it made them excited for something that they're used to playing and yeah. they get to watch it come to life. Yeah, I think like, I don't know maybe if you were part of the target audience, but I think that um, that was pretty much the point of the marketing campaign was really focused on nostalgia. But also, according to the media agency Venture Harbor, one of the biggest uh, goals of media campaigns for uh, specifically movies uh, is building anticipation. And that's really for any campaign, but for movies specifically, they really aim to just make the mystery of the movie less like really highly anticipated. Uh, and according to the same people, a good way to do that is to really go to town on the video marketing aspect of it. I mean, it's already a movie. There's already trailers, but Super Mario... They did a really good job of incorporating those elements. Um, they have a lot of videos, collaborations with people like Jimmy Fallon, Seth Rogen, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, other people that were in the movie. Um, they also have a lot of like plumbing videos. They're really focusing on the plumbing theme. I think maybe you could talk a little bit more about that. I didn't really get to, a chance to see. They did. So in the movie itself, there is an ad for the brothers plumbing services, right. um, but they actually used it um, as a teaser trailer. And they also made a landing page out of that. Mm -hmm. um, before I talk about that, they also did a lot of humor with some of the trailers. For example, uh, one particular trailer popped up on my TikTok feed over and over and over again. And I would sit there and I would keep watching it because I liked it so much. So in the game, Mario travels through the pipes that's normal um and he comes into this world and he doesn't know like what's going on and he doesn't know that he can use the pipes yet um and he he'll look at them and he'll go oh love these pipes and he gets sucked into them <laughs> and 
he goes through some things like he's he comes out of the pipes at the end and he like falls off and he like crumbles to the floor like he'd seen some stuff and i thought that was really funny um and just the way that they use that to draw people in like this is going to be a funny great movie that is going to pull on your heartstrings a little bit yeah because um you used to play these games when you were little but with the landing page they actually made a landing page for the movie for um mario and luigi the plumbers um and i don't remember yeah so they just to visualize it more it's not necessarily about the movie it's just kind of like a fun quirky little Mm -hmm. spinoff the plumbing company that the super mario brothers have they made a landing page like for that hypothetical company and it has a lot of video content and i can tell that they did they have some sort of like digital team that was specifically supposed to work on the plumbing aspect of it because they also have other videos on tiktok of like influencers giving like fake reviews of the plumbing company Uh, so like caleb love is an influencer who was i assume paid to you know give like a fake review um, so just like anticipating or building that anticipation up for that movie. So they, so after I read a little bit more about the marketing strategy for the movie, um, I discovered that they included a lot of details that people would be able to notice from the older games. Okay. Uh, for example, um, there was a map um, including uh, a 1,889th Street. It's a tribute to the year 1889 when Nintendo was founded. Um, And that was a subtle way to capture the heritage of the brand itself. Yeah. Another signature little detail that they included was in Luigi's expression. In the plumber trailer, or ad, I guess, for the movie, Luigi at the end grabs his face and makes like an O face. And... I was reading about it and it said it's it might look familiar because it's in the Luigi Mansion box art. And that might not seem like that big of a deal, but I, I have read some more and it said, uh, to understand this, you should understand the audience group that the movie marketers are targeting. Um, these were people who lived in times when they were not bombarded with too many visuals in marketing and box art or the cover art on video game packaging was one yep. of the biggest influencers of branding back then. So using that visual art it's an effective way to kindle nostalgia and it's great for marketing and they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think they also utilized a lot of like miscellaneous digital uh, advertising too. Like um, I think they really went outside of the box and like, didn't um, just do like the regular, you know, posters. And they also did a lot of digital merchandise and like stickers and super Mario, uh, animated gifts that you could put on your story and have a chance of, you know, getting reposted. They also had it like, uh, if you have an Alexa at home and you say, Alexa, put on the Super Mario Bros. movie theme, your whole Alexa will turn into this, like this plumbing, this like work. So like, <laughs> That's cool. yeah, so they just, they're, they're going outside of the box. And I think what you're saying is really centered around building anticipation. And, and uh, connecting with their audiences. Connecting with the nostalgic audience. And that kind of brings up Maybe why the 90s movie didn't work so well. Oh, yeah. It was apparently horrible. I mean, there's other there's other movies in, in modern day that, you know, were okay but had bad marketing. Like um, this was, I think this was both. I didn't see the yeah, movie. I yeah. was reading about the movie. Um, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's an animated Super Mario movie, so I feel as though uh, the 1993 movie, the 2023 movie, like, 
how necessarily good quality can they be? I think the argument I would has, have is if the 90s movie came out now in 2023 and was supported by the same digital campaign, if they had the resources that they had today, that it would be just as successful. I think it could have been. I think it, it honestly depends um, on how they would have marketed it. Were they going to market it as a prequel? Like, were they going to give some sort of story or were they going to make it seem like this was sticking with the Mario plot and then it didn't? Because yeah. I remember w with other movies, um, the Tarzan live action that released several years ago with Margot Robbie, people did not like that movie because they were expecting a cut and dry remake of Tarzan and this was not a remake of Tarzan. Yeah. This was, hey, everything that happened in the animated original film is in the past now and now we're in the future and that's where that went wrong. If they had told people, I think originally that was the plan, I don't think it would have bothered people, but people were expecting something else and that's not what they got. And yeah. that is also the problem with the 1993 film. So if they had marketed it in a way where they were hyping it and making it seem like this cool thing, it could yeah. have done better, yeah. definitely. I mean, people were anticipating this movie naturally, and that's something that you kind of have to note. Like, no matter how good or bad the marketing was for the 2023 movie, it was probably going to have a, a big audience no matter what. But I think the point is that the campaign accompanying it was so strong um, that I think it did help boost this record that it broke in a weekend. And I think tying just back to our class, I think this really um, has a lot to do with some of the things that we learned. Uh, for example, if we're talking about like why people share content, like a big a big part of movie promotion is word of mouth and other people saying, hey, do you want to go see this movie with me? I mean, people are still talking about it. They're still releasing content for the movie, even though it's still yeah. in theaters. Uh, Jack Black, who plays Bowser, just released a silly little music video. Uh, yeah. So they're they're still going with it and they're still promoting it and they're hyping it up and I think it's so funny because people are excited about this movie. It also triggers in stimuli in our environment that reminds us of, some, uh, reminds us of something. That's another uh, viral marketing piece we learned this year and I think that has a lot to do with the nostalgia. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways I think this movie just had to have some time for it to really be built. Um, I mean, they Nintendo put their heart and soul into this movie, I think. And there's just there's just so much that they did with this movie. There's so many details, there's so many Easter eggs, there's there's so many connections to the other games and the way that they marketed that. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, and like is the movie is it good? Is it bad? I mean, who can really say? Like it has like a really bad score on Rotten Tomatoes and I IMDb and the is the '90s movies bad? It's it's hailed as one of the worst movies ever. It got terrible reviews and did horrible in the box office. Are either of them good? Who's to say? But I think the marketing surrounding the last movie was so strong that it doesn't even matter. Made a billion dollars at the end of the day. That's the goal. And they got people excited. And I know Rotten Tomatoes says they got the 59%, but on Google it says 96% like this movie. So. I right. think I think that just depends um, on who you ask, and I think it depends on who you ask. But at the end of the day, 
it's a successful marketing campaign. Oh yeah. And um, that's why we decided to talk about it today. I think we're out of time, so we'll wrap it up. Thank you for listening in on our movie marketing power-up featuring the Super Mario Bros. movie that released this year in May. April, actually. Actually came out April 5th. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you.